Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night Show bonus episode. Bonus. Woo! You thought, you know what? I've heard Brad's voice and had him silky, uh, Pat Semerall-esque. Whoa, bar- too soon. Baritone. <laughs> well, actually, no. Not too soon. You should have been... <laughs> Comparing me to Pat Summerall years ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just as good. Uh, Welcome to the About Last Night podcast. <laughs> Raiders 47, <laughs> Jets 26. And uh, we're, we're doing a bonus episode this week because, A, we have one of our good friends and buddies in as a guest. And, uh, C, uh, we may, due to our schedules that Adam and I have, not have a podcast in the coming weeks, not we're not going away, don't get me wrong, but yeah. like we may miss a Monday, and when we miss a Monday, you guys are going to be on Twitter going, where's our about last night? Hey, fuckers, we did two in, we did two in a week. Store up for the winner, okay? <laughs> You're like every Latino comic right there. Hey, fuckers. Hey, fuckers. Oh, man, I'm going back to like my days of opening for Mencia. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's welcome our guest. Absolutely. Hey, uh, guys. Comedian, uh, YouTuber. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for being here, yes. Mark. Anyway, Podcaster. so next week on the show, <laughs> hey, guys, is all you get. <laughs> I'm happy I'm on the bonus episode. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I'm happy to be on the episode that's like the prize in the bottom of the cereal. I want to be <laughs> that Dakota ring. You know what? You Let me just say this, Mark. Right off the Mark bat. Mark Ellis, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Mark Ellis. Thank Let's you. Let's give it up. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. The, uh, Comedian extraordinaire, athlete, um, producer, and star of the very popular Schmoes Knows movie podcast. Thank you very much, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just say, I right. like the athlete. I like that. I like that that credit that yeah. you dropped. And it's are second you, too. Are, I mean, you, are you in the basketball league too? Yeah. I like how as Brad was asking that, he was checking out my shoulders. He was checking out my pecs. He's like, "Are you? Wait, wait, you wait. Do you <laughs> go outside <laughs> ever? <laughs> do you ever see the sun? No. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, I mean, when when that, when Adam throws out athlete, like uh, Shang was just in here doing the mm-hmm. podcast before ours. Yeah. And uh, Shang, if, if if you Google that comedian, he looks like a linebacker. Yeah. He's so, actually my bodyguard. That makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when people say, like, if Shang told me, like, yeah, I played O-line for University of Alabama, he'd be like, fuck, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when people go, Mark, yeah, Mark Ellis, athlete. Yeah. You're like, are, are you throwing athlete around, like, professional poker player yeah. type athlete? Yeah, or we, what's we up? stretch the limits. I play golf <laughs> in the Valley on the weekends. But, uh, yeah, I play in the basketball league. Uh, okay. But I, I fancy myself a point guard. Dumping, dumping the ball down low to Adam Ray. We play in different teams, but there's yeah. still a lot of love there. But sometimes okay. we just go, you know what? We, w- we want to make a little Stockton Malone thing happen. And Mark passes it to me, and I score for his team. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you guys doing right now? Like, hey, man, when you see an opening, you got to make a play. That's right. Dude, but Mar- but dude. the references is what I yeah. wanted to mention. Because okay. Mark, yeah. Mark and I... I've known each other for a long time, mm-hmm. and he's one of the funniest people I know. Not just on stage, Thank but you. off is very – if you're funny off stage, man, you got a lot of respect in my book. Because yeah. also, <laughs> just there's 
you know, a lot. Some comedians, uh, you're also not like on all the time. You're funny to me, like just in conversation. Like right. it happens organically. You just happen to be very quick. And like right now, say something funny. No, <laughs> so I was on an airplane, right? You know, right? I take everything back that I just said. Oh, I'll my say. God. My I was setting chance. you up for your airplane. Bit. <laughs> oh, but you know what? That's a very uh, it's a very good quality because I'll tell you this right now. Uh, there are guys that come up to me and say, hey, Brad, uh, I want to open for you on the road. If you have any <laughs> dates that I could take uh, that you can take me on the road, please do. And I go, you're funny enough on stage. But you understand when I'm on the road, I'm going to be hanging out with you yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. And if you're boring as shit, or you got woman drama, or if you're going to be like a comedian uh, from the Inland Empire who uh, shit the bed. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds personal. Yeah. Well, let's just be honest. I had six burritos from Chipotle <laughs> and, uh, and some pepper. Now, when, when I oh, say shit me. the bed, that's not a euphemism for he had a bad set that night. No, no, no. He literally. He literally shit the bed. Took a shit in his hotel bed. In his hotel bed with the other opening act, uh, Ty Rivera. I. I'll mention Ty's name because yeah. he was cool about He's it. He's very funny. He's I, don't, ba- I don't know that he shits a lot of beds <laughs> on a regular basis. I don't basis. think he uses that as a credit when he goes up at the Ontario no. Improv. <laughs> this next guy, YouTuber, athlete, shits the bed. Shits the bed. All the time. <laughs> you, you, have, you have a great um, collection of, as I do, and this I think might be where I also appreciate your presence as a human being. Thank you're, you. You're uh, – your body of references uh, <laughs> through the 80s and 90s, more uh-huh. importantly, both TV and in sure. sports. Uh, yeah. I think I've, I've, you know, uh, they uh, are expressed through text message quite a bit. And every time I'll text something funny, Mark texts two paragraphs of more funny to where I'm almost like, all right, well, do I even want to be involved in this conversation? Because clearly I'm not going to win. <laughs> But it's but it's just I almost text back just to see the the quicker funny shit that you come with. Sure, it, it usually devolves into a master splinter reference at some <laughs> nice. point. But the thing about me and Adam texting is that usually it's just like dudes texting. But last week we got into like a bromance texting session. Yeah. Oh, really? We were texting each other novellas. Yeah. We were writing like three paragraphs. How of stuff, dare you, like, Adam Ray? I <laughs> thought only you and I had this kind of relationship, and you're <laughs> texting out love to our man Mark Ellis. Hey, Amen. Don't get me wrong, cute guy. Thank you. Nice eyes, very uh, homey tight style face. I just, I just look at this man's (laughs) face. face. What does that mean? It just means I look at this man's face. Feel comfortable, and I think you know what? He's he's a nice guy. Can probably bake me a chicken pot pie. Sure. Yeah, and uh, could probably microwave you a chicken pot pie. I could microwave the shit out of a chicken pot pie. If you give me leftovers from Cheesecake Factory, guess what? I have the setting already in the microphone. (laughs) You have cheesecake leftovers set in. That's right. Yeah. Look, I'm really good at it. And as far as the references go, I try to keep it to the 80s and above. Yeah. Simply because as a comedian like we all are, we're attracted to younger women, right? Yeah. Because sure. when you talk to younger girls, they tend to think you're smart. Oh. When you, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you can sing the Growing Pains theme song to them. It's over. It's done. But you can't go too far back. I was yeah. talking to a girl. And I was I was in Detroit last week. And I was like, so this is where Grand Funk Railroad's from. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to stick it to like shit. Yeah, yeah. 85 and above. Is yeah. What whereas if you bust out a small wonder reference. Reference. Oh, they're in. They're, they're in. in. Yeah. It, yeah, but you're right. In. But there is a fine line between where in the 80s, too, because, like, then, you know, you can drop a, uh, a Labyrinth uh, reference and mm-hmm. they'll be like, is that the movie with... 
Is that the one with Tom Cruise and yeah. the crystal? No, yeah. no, that's totally different. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. David Bowie, watch it. Who's David Bowie? Just go, Kill go to yourself. yourself. David Bowie. Dude, I once... <laughs> Get out of my hotel room. You're already shitting my bed enough. <laughs> Ty Rivera. <laughs> it wasn't Ty. I don't want Ty to... I don't want God, Ty now we're going to have to have him on a podcast just to confirm and defend himself. <laughs> he can. No, uh, I've literally... Uh, I literally ended a relationship with a woman because a Johnny Cash song uh, came on in my car, and I, and, and I went like, fuck yeah, I've been everywhere, I've literally been everywhere in this song, this is great, and she goes, who is this? And I go, Johnny Cash? Oh, no. And she's like, um, like, get out. That's like <laughs> really? one you should know, too. Get it's out. The one like Tuscaloosa, California, Wyoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's on the damn Comfort Inn commercials, like, I've been, uh, uh. Hacky Sack, Davenport, Iowa, like, they start yeah. naming off shit, and yeah, and then she didn't know who that was, I'm like, really? The movie with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Reese Witherspoon didn't yeah. even spur anything in you? Line. Yeah. Which reminds me, Adam, we have to record a cover of that song, which is all the corporate restaurants we've been to in our life. Chili's, Applebee's, Sonic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank goodness it's Friday. <laughs> Just keep singing it. That'd be awesome. Mickey D's, Burger King, Dairy Queen. <laughs> Dairy Queen. Mickey D's, Burger Queen, Dairy Queen is a great line. Yeah. Burger Queen, Dairy King. I've been <laughs> what did I say? Burger all. Queen. Why not? Burger it's Queen. No, keep it. Keep it. Burger Queen sounds like a, a West Hollywood uh, um, restaurant. And Dairy King doesn't sound all that. Uh, it doesn't sound as masculine as you might think. It also sounds... It sounds also sounds like a cow in a crown sitting on a throne just fucking <laughs> masturbating milk in your face yeah. when you walk in front of him. Like, yeah, I'm like, the king. Oh. What are you the king of? Dairy. 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 <laughs> Dairy. Dairy. Milk product. Yeah. But what if I'm lactose intolerant? Uh, you're not one of my subjects. <laughs> I have no jurisdiction over you. It's all, I don't know, it sounds like kind of a gay porn name to me. And, uh, oh, yeah, the they, call, they, they call him the Dairy King. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, because he will give you the meanest milk mustache. That's right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Peter North has nothing on the on the on the dairy. If you could own, here's a question. Let's play. If you could own one fast food franchise, what would it be? Because I know we've all uh, experienced our fair share of fast food off the road and on. Own is is a very different thing. Because usually the question is like, where would you eat if you could only eat at one? But I like what you did here. Now there's responsibility involved. Now I own it. Now I have to worry about customers if they're going to eat. So Jack in the Box is out the window. You know, I'm not going to have people eating there and dying all the time. So, which by the way, how awful is that that people just brush by? Somebody gave me shit the other day for not eating a Jack in the Box anymore. Mm -hmm. I go, hey motherfucker, do you remember the six people that died? Right, thousands that were hospitalized, children. If somebody died, if there's a place where people serve food. And someone has eaten there and died. I cross it off my list of going to. I tend not to. I remember kind of say. Or the people go, "Well, just get the fries, man, dude." That's like ordering a stripper and just for the hugs. Like you're not fucking. <laughs> I want what's being advertised. I want why I'm going there. Right. Exactly. So what do you want me to do to you? I want you to sit there and listen to this poetry I wrote. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, no, I want and, and I absolutely agree. People, that, sure, the hot mess commercials are awesome. The hot mess commercial is fantastic. <laughs> ba- uh, back in the day when they had the when the boy bands were going and they had the meaty cheesy boys, mm-hmm. those were great wow. too. Mm-hmm. All right, that was yeah. great. Cheese meat, cheese, cheese meat, and that's it. Baby, you know it's hot and juicy, and Jack won't make it. Until you order it. Not that I know. Yeah, somebody's bitter about not getting cast on that audition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Brad, do you hear that, Jack in the Box? 
Yeah. Well, chicken no. Buffalo Ranch chicken sandwich. I actually auditioned for that one. <laughs> oh, you I did? Audition, yeah. Was it for real? Yeah, and it was so embarrassing because my brother was visiting me in town, and I was like, hey, Robbie, why don't you come with me to this audition? Yeah, I'll, I'll walk in. Yeah. It's a callback. They know me. Yeah, yeah. He can hear in the room me having <laughs> to sing and do the lasso motion. <laughs> See? Hot Buffalo Ranch chicken sandwich. You see a shadow of you just lassoing? See? Oh, I, I feel bad talking shit on Jack in the Box because uh, they actually uh, paid me. Because uh, I was in the mini sirloin burgers, really? Yeah, we, with the with it was like there's like six dwarves and we were all dressed in little cowboy outfits. I'm sure it was a pedophile's dream, yeah. <laughs> but we were all dressed. <laughs> well, here it is. Yeah. Tiny and bold, tiny and bold, riding tall, riding tall. <laughs> he still knows the words. Of course, man. Yeah. Oh, burgers. Oh my God. <laughs> I like the dance. The dance is the best yeah. part. He's yeah. so oh, you never know how your body's going to react to a Jack in the Box Western right. theme song. <laughs> but you know, this is pretty accurate. <laughs> Thank you, Jack in the Box, for wow. uh, Thank you, for paying All right, for my. So now we're going to do a whole TV. album of Western tunes. You can do, you can do the mini sirloin. Yippee ki Western Sirloin Burger. And we'll, we'll, all the opener of the album that really gets the listener into it is we all cover the Hey Dude theme song. Oh Yippee ki Yippee ki Like the cowboys say. Just sing them in there. How's it go? Dude, you know what is fucked up about that? Danny. Um, Danny? The Native American. The Native right, American. Right, right, right. The only Native American on the right. show. Yeah. And the only Native American on any uh, sitcom <laughs> on Nickelodeon, yeah, past um, or present. <laughs> you imagine casting for that? They're like, well, we got this young kid or Graham Greene. Who do you guys? I don't. I mean, <laughs> holy shit, you're right with the references, dude. Yeah, hey, dude, I'm telling you, man, I, you, you can't go. Try to go tit for tat. We should have set up. It's, next time you're gonna have to come on. We're gonna okay. have to set up a game, actually, Brad, and that because that would actually killer, be great. Just to really see cacti. Hey, dude. <laughs> You had Melanie, you had the other one. None of them ever they even looked at Danny. Well, they never yeah, even no, looked no. at Danny. Never. That's why it was all like, yeah. you know, yeah, he'd come in and be like, hey, you guys, I, they're like, hey, we're trying to go down to the uh, watering well and maybe uh, get some water for the horse. I don't know what, we're, what was happening in each episode. <laughs> we got to go down and get some water for the horses. And now, then Danny was like, hey, I made a cool peace pipe. They're like, yeah, easy like, fucking well, talk. Go have some <laughs> fire water <laughs> vision quest. Go fucking buy the a casino. The whites are talking yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I, I will cough on you so fast, yeah. Danny. Get out of here. Aren't you crying in a bubblegum wrapper somewhere? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wait, but that- then who is, what was the name of the of the bald dude that ran the Mr. Ranch? Ernst. Mr. Ernst. Mr. Ernst. Yes. Oh, my God. Not to be confused with Brett Ernst. No. <laughs> Very different way but, but similar styles of comedy. <laughs> I, I I wish Brett Ernst would wear a Mr. Ernst like Dude Ranch shirt though on stage because those were Yo, classic. That's a great idea. You know, Brett Ernst Brett's as not a old cowboy. To do that. <laughs> Brett Ernst, if he puts on like one of those like like burlap kind of vest yeah. things. <laughs> And he could like ride in the old west because his brother Keith is also really funny. They could like just go to ghost towns wow. and just fight the crime that's not there. They yeah. they can just go to like the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City and also fight crime while they're there and blend in terribly well. Oh my god! Or the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas, where I'll be appearing in three weeks. Plug. Plug. Well, I did Plug. not see that fastball coming. Yeah. Woo! Mark, do you have a favorite? So I mean, and Brad made that point about bring somebody on the road that you like to travel with. Yeah. And you be, you know, and that's you've done a, a good job at being a cool person to hang out with. Thank you. Because many people have taken you on the road. Steve Ren is easy, and most uh, mm-hmm. notably, 
Caprillo because that's who you're like traveling consistently with now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if I could take anybody on the road with me, it'd be Adam Ray. Oh, let's face it. I'm a fun guy on the road, right? You're a fun guy on the road. That and I don't even do the hotel room wake up call. I don't set my phone. I demand that Adam wake me up in the morning (laughs) with that smooth velvet voice of his. Just call, hey Brad, wake up. (laughs) And it does sound that deep and raspy because there's been uh, you know pot and or booze (laughs) thrown down at the night before. Hey Brad, let's go get some mini cheese. Yeah. yeah, my God, that's how I, that's how I should wake you up from now on. Midget sirloin burgers. Oh, you could you could do a Neil Diamond cover so well. Come on, you just sing, just sing, yeah. just sing "Forever in Blue Jeans" for, for, for me. Come I don't on. know that song, but Neil- I'll give you Adam Ray's rendition of "Forever in Blue Jeans" because I don't know that song at all. Okay. God, Neil Diamond's great. Now we got to have a Neil Diamond album, guys. We are going to be really busy. <laughs> There's a reason why their podcast is going to be on next Monday because we're in the album. We're we're cutting a we're record. In the studio. We're cutting tracks. Do you have a favorite city you've been to? Uh, I, you know what? I, I was in Detroit, and pe- whenever you, you say you're going to a place that, like, Detroit, we, there's a lot of crime there, okay? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a reason why they had to invent RoboCop, is yeah. because there's a lot of crime. <laughs> was RoboCop, is RoboCop invented in Detroit? RoboCop he is was? from Detroit, old yeah. Detroit. That's right. OCP, baby. But the problem is, you go to Detroit, and everybody's like, oh, are you going to be safe? Yeah, I'm, like, I don't go to a town and be like, hey, drop me off at the worst street <laughs> yeah, corner, yeah. and put a money belt of $10,000 around my waist, and, and a let me clan, see. a clan hood on my head. Yeah. Let, let me just walk. Walk around. And then I'll yeah. see if I can make it back to the Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> and a pair of pants to say, I can't fight. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll tell them I'm an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they I'm know to step off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to uh, Denver in a couple weeks. That's, nice. uh, that, that's a good comedy stop works? for me. The comedy works downtown. I'm going in May yeah. for the first time. To I've been, comedy uh, been before? You guys uh, have both yeah. been. Yeah. I've never Best been. club in the country. It you is know, awesome. The ESPN that. zone. I mean, what? come on, dude. You're going to have a ball. Well, I'm going with Chris D'Elia, so as we all know, a big mm. sports fan. So <laughs> oh, so I will be spending no time there. Yeah, oh, boy. And now, wait. Oh, but Chris will probably stay in a hotel, so you'll get the condo. And normally when you hear the words oh, for real? comedy condo at a com- at a comedy club, you're thinking some rat-infested shit. Not in Denver? We've been in them. Not in Denver. Yeah. Oh, Denver, God. it is nice. nice. They have two girls fanning you. You know, you can't touch them, okay? <laughs> That's the one rule. Hey. These girls can fan you. They're, they're the daughters of the Dairy King. So you can fan, they're gonna fan you, but the one rule, don't sleep with my daughter. Oreo and cookie dough. <laughs> Oreo and cookie dough. Oh, I love it. And then uh, Denver is, of course, the site of the infamous uh, weirdest thing I ever heard in bed incident, uh, w- w- which we've talked about on this podcast, but I will briefly summarize for those of you who missed it. Is it weirder than... I just shit the bed. <laughs> that, I don't know. It's up I've... there. It, it, it's up there. You know what I love about that shit sound? It almost just, it also sounds like somebody spilled their blizzard and somebody stepped on it. <laughs> yeah, see? Like, that, hey, man, you want to scoop that back in the cup? That, yeah, that's the sound of Reese's peanut butter cups under a Skechers. Yeah, that's that, right. That, that's not, that's not a, like, that, that's like a little Ovaltine mixed with mac and cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. It was it's not like a, a bad cleanup. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> weirdest thing I ever heard in bed story came out of Denver where uh, I got a girl back to, the, back to the comedy condo. So, uh, yeah, don't get on the couch. Uh, <laughs> when you're there. What are you telling him? I'm there in two weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, Brad. <laughs> and then uh, I, I was having sex with this girl, uh, doggy style, and she yelled out, fuck me like no Sean Moreno. <laughs> 
Whoa. Yeah. That's that's the hottest and most intimidating thing I've ever heard because she knows who No Sean Moreno is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so you're she's like, a big sports fan, but it's right. also like I'm not quite that athletically inclined. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, don't ha- now out of all the members of the Denver Broncos, don't have sex with me like Willie McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have sex with me. Uh, you know, uh, uh, like Elvis Doomerville back in the day. Uh, I'm sorry, gone. I didn't mean to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. it would have been better if she was like, "Fuck me like Vinny from Doogie Howser." You'd be <laughs> like, "All right, awesome, you know that show and great reference." Come uh, on, Duke. Come and also, on, Duke. yeah, not intimidated. Come on, Duke. Yeah, come on, Duke. Come yeah, on, Duke. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do that. Even fuck me like Von Miller. Von Miller wears the glasses. Kind of, kind of nerdy. If she said, fuck me like Matt Prater. (laughs) Like, fuck me like the kicker. Yeah, I could do that. I can do. I could absolutely do that. Fuck me like Peyton Manning. He's 37. He's like, I don't know how good he is. I can fuck you like an injured Peyton Manning. There you go. My neck is hurt. I'm just going to lay here. (laughs) Just give me the remote and a sandwich and do whatever you want downstairs. But she said, fuck me like an an SEC tested Georgia Georgia running back, no Sean Moreno. I don't know if she expects me to somehow morph into the large black man. At that moment in time, well, I don't know if she did, but I for sure do. <laughs> by the end of this podcast, well, you know that's one of the dwarf special powers is that we just hit like the Transformers button and then just a ball of smoke. <laughs> What's up, girl? How you doing? You know, again, that's another midget stereotype that you could throw in the book at some point. Tom Bright needs to make a coffee table book of midget stereotypes because every podcast we proving and disproving what? Yes, because yeah. there's some that are real, but then this all started because uh, an April foolishness. John Stamos apparently is um, afraid of, of midgets. Yeah. Oh, that, now is that real? Yes, that that is real. That so that just started a whole gold. bunch of like conspiracy theories about like what like you can see in his face in the picture that he's visibly like frightened. And I was like, probably because he thinks if he stands there long enough, holding on to somebody who's also holding on to a dwarf, <laughs> that he'll turn into stone. And I go, that sounds ridiculous, but because he's afraid and doesn't know, uh-huh. and there's and there's not confirmed stereotypes, you can only imagine what he's creating in his head is possible as oh, why sure. he would be afraid. Of yes. Yeah. So that's why a whole book of a few truths and then a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but that sound true because just, you don't know. Yeah, I just like knowing that I've terrified one of the cast members of Full House. Like oh, yeah. one down, I got like what eight to go. Yeah, Saget's gonna be the toughest get, but yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure Kimmy Gibbler you could Gibb- knock oh. out of the park. That's gonna be a weekend for <laughs> you. Gibbler's gonna be freaked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, Candace Cameron who played who played DJ. She's married to a hockey player. We could. Oh, she, she's she's a super religious freak. So we're gonna dress you up like Satan just to be safe, just to make sure we get her. Wait, are both the Camerons religious freaks? Yeah, yeah, I believe, yeah, Kirk Cameron and Kirk Cameron. Cameron. Oh, what a wow. Bummer, dude. wow, wow, I, I never got that connection. Kirk but yeah. Cameron, you talk about passing up the keys to heaven. He, when he was on the set of Growing Pains, <laughs> there were teenage girls throwing their panties on stage, yeah. and in between in between shoots, he would be in his in his trailer reading the Bible. Oh, dude, what a God, what a is, boner, no pun intended. I I love Jesus, but what a cockblock that guy can be sometimes. <laughs> it's like. Come on. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's a reason why Judas was a little pissed off. He's like, dude, I was talking to this chick, right? And I was just about to make it. And she's like, hey, Judas, we got to go to dinner. It's really important. What? Why are we all sitting on the same side of this table? This doesn't make sense. Perfect. Kirk Hammond, yeah, dude, he he would go on. I think it was on, on Piers Morgan I saw him on where he was just talking mm-hmm. about um, – Piers Morgan was like, so if, if your child was gay, what, what, would you, what would you say to him? And he was like, well, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> oh well, well are then you, are you shit. sure? He's like, would you be supportive? <laughs> is it? Is it? What, what, what would you? What would you say to him? He's like, well, you know, I'd um, I'd be like, let's talk about this. 
Let's figure out a way to make it Good. not that way. Ooh, oh, it was just like, whoa, yeah. man. Pray the gay away. I mean, I wouldn't ask those. him if you're sure. Like, if you're at the point where you're sitting down and you're having a man-to-man chat with your dad and you tell him you're gay, yeah. you're fucking gay. Yeah. Like, like and, nobody opens, hey, dad, I'm thinking about fucking guys. Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but you, before I really just take right. it all the way up my ass, I want to figure out... Do you think it's a bad move? I would love for Kirk Cousins. I made some lists. Go ahead and add one to either side. (laughs) I would love for Kirk to walk in on a son, like in the middle of a sex act, you know, cock, you know, cock deep in his mouth, and he goes, "Son, you're getting." Are you sure? And then the guy just stops yeah. and goes, you know, Dad, you're right. I didn't think this all the way through. I don't really like cock in my mouth. It's like, no, you've made that decision. Dad, yeah. you're right. Can you give No Sean a ride home? <laughs> and that's Whoa. how you bring it back. That's how you the callback. Kirk Cameron made a video about uh, not that kind of video, unfortunately. Uh, he, not yet. Not yet. It's going to happen. Everyone, sexual everyone sexual repression. Mm-hmm. That'd be, if Kirk Cameron makes a porn, at the end of it, his dad, Alan Thicke, has to come in. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> what a great Alan Thicke. <laughs> There's not that many I can do. But Alan well, Thicke yeah, let's go through them real quick. Yeah. We'll come back to this. Well, do, what's a Kirk Cameron video? Because there's two okay, things that yeah. just came out of what I want to get to. Sure. Is the the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Kirk Cameron video is he made a video proving the existence of God. This is the video that, without a doubt, proves the existence of God. Well, that sounds like a hot seller. And I... he does it through describing a banana. <laughs> he says, "He says, well, yeah. I can't make this shit You guys shit are up. laughing like this doesn't make complete sense. He, he, he's, like, <laughs> no. the, he's like, the banana is curved. God curved the banana so it would perfectly fit in your hand as you eat it. And then God gave, gave the banana a peel to protect its nutrients and, vi- and vitamins from the outside world to be ripe and ready for when you are ready to consume it. And God shaped the banana like a dick that should not go in butts. <laughs> what? Uh, that might be That's a little bit what, of a stretch. If I'm going to prove the existence of God using food, I'm not going banana. I'm going the mile-high nachos at Hard Rock <laughs> Cafe. God damn right! That is a... That, I will believe nachos. in a higher power. <laughs> as soon as I'm done puking them up in the bathroom, I'm going sure. to church and thanking my good Lord. <laughs> That is, that is the existence. Oh my! Yeah. So, if if, if you watch that video, absolutely go for it because it's just the most hilarious thing ever. Because he be, he he believes that it? shit. Oh, oh, oh you have it? it? Oh wow! Okay. Sound bite. Behold the atheist's nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side. It's not Kirk Cameron. He's in the video though, right? On the close side, yeah. two ridges. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side. There are three grooves on the close side, two grooves. Three grooves. The banana right and the hand are perfectly made one for the other. What about eight? You'll find like, no like potassium. Who doesn't like bananas? Yeah. It has outward indicators of inward contents. Green, too early. Yellow, just right. Black, too late. Now, if you go to the top of the banana, oh you'll find as well. Also works for Asian pussy, too. The <laughs> green too early, oh God, black too late. All right, Kirk Cameron's had to stay on about last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. So are we not supposed to eat pineapple things? That's a hard fruit. Yeah, what, what do you take away from that? Yeah. That, what, hey, I mean, all, hey, I hear the description of a banana from Kirk Cameron. I feel like I got to go to church now. Yeah, oh, gee, God placed that Chiquita sticker ever so <laughs> on the skin of the banana. <laughs> He, sh- he 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 shakes the hips of the Chiquita lady <laughs> to uh, to attract you towards the banana because he knows you need potassium because you're not kind of low on energy right now. If they see atheists, they think it's like holy water to say it. Like they just start throwing bananas at him. Like convert the power of Christ compels you. Is there now? Um, uh, Alf wasn't a religious. 
TV character, was he? Hey! I like cats! And God! By the way, see, uh, I, I, I like you brought up Al. One of the most... I wish that was the opening to every show. Yeah, yeah just like, hey! <laughs> hey, what's up with Jews? <laughs> Alf. <laughs> Alf had the most depressing series finale Ever. I became a monk. <laughs> the one thing I'm good at, talking. I got to shut up. That yeah. was the ending of that series? No. the there was, a, there was a season when he became a monk. The ending of ALF, the series finale of ALF, mm-hmm. is where he gets caught by the government. Like, the government actually shows up at their place, yeah, catches I ALF. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, all right, we'll uh, time it. Like, they've said earlier in the episode that if the government ever catches them, they're, 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 they're going to perform, like, terrible experiments on them. And, like, ter- this, like, that's why they're hiding ALF the whole time. And then in the end of the episode, the government shows up. And he's like, all right, this was fun. <laughs> and that's it. At least we got six seasons. Yeah. Wow. You talk about a depressing, because the opening of the series is pretty depressing, too, because he yeah. was off Melmac buying a pot. A pack of gum. <laughs> he was Gordon Chumway, as he's known to his fellow planeteers. He was out buying a pack of gum, and so that's why he wasn't. He was the only one not on Melmac when Melmac was destroyed. We don't know what destroyed Melmac, but Melmac blew up. He was out buying a pack of gum, so he just sent him into orbit, and he landed, and he ended up oh. at Willie's house. Well, that's all. That's always good when you start off a series with you know planetarial genocide. <laughs> hey kids, yeah, want to have some fun? That's See that right. planet with all with all those cute. Fuzzly creatures, boom! Someday, God. someday your world could blow up. Hopefully, there's a nice TV-friendly family waiting your arrival. Everything he's known is destroyed. His way of life is gone. Let's poke him and see if he likes cats. You know, when you break down some of these shows, kind of depressing. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. Now, why? Now, you know what's crazy to me though is like, why? Why a white family did Alf have to land upon? You tell me he couldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm serious. Like, you put Alpha the cast of, like, Family Matters or even um, even the Jeffersons or... The Jeffersons, they would have had a problem with it because that's like a clap because the Jeffersons were moving on up. Yeah. What you see? We, we can't be bringing an alien into this new <laughs> Like, we just got accepted by the white people How across the How great would that street. be, though, man? And, and see, if you remade Alpha, it'd have to be with a black family. Alf and Florence oh. the Maid would have had such a great oh, rivalry. Oh, my God. Oh, and then what, what was the... Uh, what was the one that Freddie Prince was on? Was that called Three Two One Paco? Three Two One, or is what? that Oh uh, Chico and the Man? Chico and the Man, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. See, <laughs> three Two One Paco. Three Two One Paco. <laughs> that sounds like fucking Mexican Sesame Street. <laughs> that was like the most. That was like the most. <laughs> or, just, Uno. or the worst Mexican space takeoff ever. <laughs> three Two One Paco. No, I think you mean blast off. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of my friend Paco. Yeah, well, think about the fucking blast off we're about to do, man. My bad. <laughs> And what's the address? It's 321 Paco Street. <laughs> Paco Street. <laughs> my, my friend Paco. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was, okay, so it was uh, Chico and the Man. Could you imagine if Alf was on Chico and the Man, all the like alien double entendre references they could have made the entire time? Oh, Tons. yeah. That would have been sweet. Like, we're, we're, oh, <laughs> I'm an alien. Ah, uh, me too. Fed's <laughs> <laughs> coming. We're here for the alien. What's that furry thing? <laughs> We'll be right back. What's the deal with Jews? <laughs> what? What is happening on this show? <laughs> can, can little people curse me? <laughs> Alf 
was kind of a midget, wasn't he? Alf, he was played by one, I think. He was like a Jew midget because he had the huge nose. Well, he was too. always a puppet, but then he <laughs> yeah. was, it, when he when they showed him walking. Right mm-hmm. through the you know like at the, at movie the beginning magic. in the, uh, yeah. in, the, in the, the opening credits when they're all taking a picture together and yeah. offsetting the camera then he runs into things yeah yeah that's that's that. a, that's got to be a dwarf because that was a very, kids, that was a very kids, midget run yeah kids yeah. aren't that balanced and stable I no, wonder it, if Stamos had that show canceled I wonder if Stamos <laughs> is behind that whole thing what a you know great John Stamos call. is such a good actor I always wondered why he was never on Game of Thrones now I know it's because yeah. he's afraid of he's Peter being afraid of Peter Dinklage <laughs> dude that's that's you're joking but that's probably for that's sure probably the only reason he's not on that show yeah. Every time I watch Game of Thrones, I'm like, this needs Where's more Samos? Uncle Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm it's the, a couple Beach Boys references and a piece of L.A. looks dripping off the side of somebody's face. <laughs> Jesse and the Rippers. Now, you, you know how we've talked about in the podcast how I've, have, I've explained that the, the dwarf call to help is yeah. hi-ho. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. dwarves, when, when you need help, you just look at them and go, hi-ho. And midgets just fucking yeah, run they over just the come out of anywhere, man. They and, run out of Dairy King. Yeah. and just they, they come just <laughs> pop out of a garbage can. Yeah, dude. Just they're just they, running. They're there to help. Trying you. to lend their services. They're everywhere. I tried out my room last night. Nine. <laughs> live in my, nine. Live in my closet. Yeah. That's yeah. That's awesome. I feel bad. I haven't been feeding them. All dressed. All dressed in out suits. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much though. It, it really doesn't take much to feed <laughs> us. We're happy. I'm taking advantage. Next time I go to Little Caesars, I'm like, I will have another pizza for five dollars. <laughs> I need to feed dude, one pack of Gushers. Feeds a family of nine. Dwarves. It really does. It really does. Another stereotype. I yeah. can finally give my girlfriend that Snow White fantasy I've always wanted. <laughs> That'd be a great on a one night stand. It's just she wakes up the next day. There's seven dwarfs around her, and I'm like, "Hey, how about that kiss?" <laughs> be one, careful next time you eat an apple. One's wearing a mining hat. Uh, do I do I go down on her now? <laughs> That's the only reason you wore the mining. Yeah. Hat. As soon as he saw Snow White, he's like, "Guys, guys, I'm the miner. I'm the miner. I'm the miner. Sixty-five bucks on eBay, man. Please just don't let this go to waste." <laughs> Grumpy's walking around. That bitch has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to that. Oh, my God. Kirk Cameron's like, you know why she's dead? Because she ate an apple. She should have had a banana. That's God's fruit. <laughs> God's but, fruit is a banana. But oh, I, I, I was saying that while hi-ho is the midget call to arms, now I think whenever something goes bad in my life, I just have to blame John Stamos. <laughs> like, like, wow. like if something happens to her, like, let, like let, let, let's say I'm on a date taking her to Wendy's because I'm classy. And, uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the Wendy's Spicy Wednesday. nuggets, 99 cents. Are you goddamn kidding me? Side salads. I I Side salads. <laughs> so then uh, she goes, hey, uh, babe, I need a refill on my soda. And I go, hey, no problem. I'll handle it. So yeah. I take the soda, go to the soda fountain. Turns out soda fountain's too high. Can't reach the fucking soda. Then she sees me for the weaknesses that I have. And then, and, and, and then she leaves. I just turn to camera and yell out, Stamos! <laughs> I, think, I think you should have a picture of him on your bathroom mirror, like what Rocky did with Yvonne Drag. <laughs> and, so, and crumple it off yeah. every day. Oh, it's on fire. Stay <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, will, I, I now want to dedicate my life to creating the Williams Stamos feud. Uh, oh, I'm going to start it on Twitter. Yeah. I'm going to start. Yeah, all right. All right. Hey, people, if you're listening to this podcast, tweet at John Stamos and say, hey, man. Heard you have problems uh, with midgets. Heard oh. you're scared of midgets. Yeah, go, I am go all on the, over this. I will do a call of action to Schmoville as well. Our, our Twitter is yes. at Schmoes No. And, okay. and uh, Schmoville, they, like, every every time on our podcast, we, we do this thing called Tweet a Celebrity, where we just nice. have them Twitter bomb a celebrity we want <laughs> on the show. Genius. And, and it, 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 there's like a little theme song. It's great. But if they all want to tweet at John Stamos. Oh, yeah. please. Tell say, why why hey, are you afraid of little people? Why are you afraid of Brad Williams? Put a picture in there. Make <laughs> yeah. him look at the picture. Yeah. He'd probably freak out. Give him so much shit that he has 
has to come on here exactly. and defend himself, defend himself or sit in a room and almost be like a game show. Like, yeah. you know, like those uh, like those money booths where you sit in a booth and they have money fly and you have to grab the money. <laughs> not at all like that, but you have to sit in a booth. You have to sit in a studio with a door for an hour. We're going to have fun And try with not this. to shit your pants like Ty that, Rivera. That day, we're going to get, we're going to get, Brad's already in here. Yeah. He happened to be sick that day. Okay? Yeah. Oh, and then, oh at, at, no at, 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 Adam's gone. He has some sort of Jew disease. Samos yeah, yeah. walks in. There's dry ice everywhere. Brad is, Brad has like a hood, like a wizard costume. He's got like a staff. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Welcome, Stamos. <laughs> Welcome, John Stamos. This will be your worst nightmare. Every- Hi-ho, and nine other ones. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, every 20 minutes, another dwarf just walks in through the door. <laughs> Just or maybe there's like a word that we create that he says. You set him up to say some sort of like dwarf word of the day. So every time he says it, another every time he says, door. every time he says, have mercy. Oh, that's every time. Mercy. Yeah, what was your catchphrase again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have mercy. Two more little people walk in. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that, this has to happen. Now. This there's, absolutely has to I happen. I was trying to think, like, do I have any irrational fears of people mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that for just for no good reason? Yeah. And I think clowns a little bit. Yeah. You know? I think I think a lot of comedians have a problem with clowns. That well, we look at them as half competition. Right. Half, oh, look at that hack painting his face <laughs> up. Getting a bit. Yeah. Sure. Hack, yeah. Go back to McDonald's, guy. All right. Yeah. I got the jokes covered. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then that, how come no one's ever tried Ronald? Mc, how come Ronald McDonald's never? I mean, have, of all the clowns that do stand up, he well, see, never you tried. wonder you wonder how other clowns view Ronald McDonald. Is that guy like their Jesus? He's or like the Louis C.K. Is is he like that, or is it <laughs> right. like look at that fucking just selling carrot top? Out, yeah, selling hamburgers, right? Selling hamburgers, or is he yeah. carrot top? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's clowns getting out of a car. They're doing the the, the handkerchief tricks. They're like, look at that guy just throwing French fries. Or something Signing like tits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Ronald McDonald House, yeah. Signing yeah. tits with ketchup, yeah. Why, why does he get all the fun? I, can, I like ketchup, too. It's just funny because Ronald McDonald's far and away the best, the, the greatest McDonald's mascot. McDonald's sure. got so cocky. Yeah. They ended up having more mascots. They had Mayor McCheese. They had Hamburger. Grimace. They had Grimace, which Grimace. is just a purple turd as far as I can. It, I don't know what. Yeah. Nobody's ever told me what is. That, that's an irrational fear I have. What the hell Grimace. is Grimace? What's a Grimace? What's a Grimace? I don't know. Now, when I worked at Disneyland, uh, they, they told us when someone refers to Goofy as a dog, uh-huh. you correct them. And you say, uh, "Excuse me, sir. About to pay four dollars for a churro. Uh, you're trying to you're trying to tell me that Goofy's a dog? No, sir. He is not a dog. He is a Goofy. He is his own race of he people. He is a Goofy. He he is a Goofy." Wow. His own race. So maybe it's like that with Grimace, where it's like, he's a Grimace. And then another Goofy comes in. He's like, hey, you can't use the G word. Only we can use <laughs> yeah. the G word. He's a Goofy. It does, goofy, does please. Like yeah, yeah. Check out that pack of Goofies over there. Yeah. Why don't you go back to your side of town? <laughs> goofies. Been coming over here goofing on our women. White girls love Goofies. White girls love they Goofies, They love man. Goofies. They love Goofies. I don't I, know if it's the ears, the height. I don't know what it is. I hear No Sean Moreno's half Goof. <laughs> Half goof. He's a half goof. He's got, he's got, he's got big floppy ears. The helmet hides it, but you can tell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that that was one of the weirdest things we had in Disney orientation translation mind control. That yeah, that whole thing has to feel a little bit like the Temple of Doom, right? It Where really just does. Gathering a bunch of people in there for some sort. Yeah, of- and like Mickey is just on this like throne of skulls, <laughs> just like looking. <laughs> For me now, bitch. <laughs> like, dude, don't you feel like now? Not not to get all anti-Semitic, but uh, 
Like no, the, please lead the all, way. All of no, the, sure. All of the uh, go the, along, Jew. Go along. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, lead us into the desert of hate, yes. Jew. By the way, that ride's opening at Disneyland in 2015. <laughs> the desert of hate. <laughs> it's basically well, brand, brand new, brand new to Cars Land. Desert of hate. Yeah. Well, it's basically it's it's a Holocaust theme ride where basically all the characters get on a trolley and they drive away and you never see them again. And uh, I feel so bad laughing, but at least the Jews sang it. It's okay. Yeah, it oh okay. my! The desert, oh my the desert of hate is where anybody can just walk into the middle of nowhere and just yell as many racial obscenities <laughs> as they want and just wow. get it off. It's therapy. It's like, honey, I just need to go to the desert of hate. Some of those goofies were looking at your ass wrong. Just gonna go get this out. I'll be right back. I like that. The desert de- of hate. Kind of like the old cone of silence from Get Smart. <laughs> See, that reference was way too far back. I would not. Right. I went nineteen sixties. They should have to update some of these worlds at Disneyland. And really, right. um, well, because Get Smart will be on there right after three, two, one, Paco, <laughs> three, two, one, Paco, dude. Please, well, hey, like, somebody find that show out there and create it. Three, Put two, Stamos one, in it and Alf and Brad. That's what it is. Yeah. Stamos, Alf, and Brad. Three, two, one, Paco. Right, it's like the beginning of Chips. Stamos is riding, and then oh. Alf is in the sidecar. Oh my god, they're chasing uh. after me, and I'm just yelling out, Stamos. Why won't TV execs listen to us? This is this gold. This is gold. Really? You're going to put on celebrity diving when we have 321 Paco? Yo, that's all. Alf and Stamos? Yeah, we have to watch Louie Anderson fall into a pool <laughs> when we have this kind of gold right at our feet? Yo, Mark, does that bother you as a TV uh, aficionado? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like to see shows heading in the direction of like Splash as like, yeah. Oh, it bug, a, it bugs me. It bugs me to no end. But you know that's why I like watching stuff like Game of Thrones and and like you know you go to HBO because network shows. It's like let's put twelve people in the <laughs> desert of hate and see who gets voted off first. Does it make you wonder if you were like? I mean, I, I guess you see some of the careers of these people that they're like, yeah, like the, they probably uh, think that reality TV is going to be the thing that um, rejuvenates their career or starts it. I.e., girlfriend of the Alabama quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you were shown on camera for three. Seconds. Oh, she got a show now. She she's on Splash. She's on Splash, which actually, what? now that I know that, I will actually watch Splash. <laughs> but it's like, you're on Splash because Brent Musburger uh, fawned about you for three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She should to... be on a show called How's My Musburger. <laughs> and you it's just are Musburger, looking live. It's Musburger just fucking narrating her life as she goes you through. You are looking like, live at a, at, at a college co-ed. No, that's what it is. take a shower. Yeah, she, he just narrates. She, she's constantly on, like, security cam footage. And he's Jimmy like, the Greek. Oh, there she goes into a subway. Look at that ass. And you're just like, <laughs> what? Jimmy the Greek, what are the odds? I masturbate to this. <laughs> Jimmy the, yeah, I did a Jimmy the Greek reference. That was a Jimmy the Greek reference. It was yeah. a Jimmy the Greek reference. You see, reference. the problem with the Goofy is that they have an extra bone in their quarterhind so they can run faster than the rest of us. If you know why Jimmy the Greek got fired, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And those are references you don't use on young girls because they no, have no idea what, they don't know what Jimmy the Greek is. You want to come back to my place and watch BJ and the Bear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're also a big video game guy. Uh, yeah, old school video games. Old school video games. Yeah. Hence the reason your comedy album available on iTunes. Thank you. Pimp, pimp it out. It is called Get to the Castle, and it's uh, my debut stand-up album. It's on iTunes and Amazon and all that good stuff. It's, I have it. Uh, you should get it. It's uh, great. You have an autographed copy, I believe. I do. Yes. Yeah. So, th- that check is in the mail, I guess. Yeah. You, yeah. you signed my tits with ketchup. Just, I think that was an homage <laughs> to McDonald's. There you go. You And you can get your album on Amazon. And when you buy that album on Amazon, go to Brad. 
www.brodwilliamscomedy.com, click the Amazon banner yeah. that is on my website, and then buy the album, because then buy Mark Ellis's album, because then you'll get the album, you'll get some laughs, you'll support Mark, and you'll get some love back to us. Amazon gives us a cut. Everybody wins, people. You're- you get the album. You get the hot mess burger. <laughs> you get the hundred times. You get the dilematic food slicer. <laughs> Shoestring potatoes. Shoestring carrots. Kirk Cameron comes to your house and chops them all up. <laughs> Stay <Stables. laughs> <laughs> this, this Yo, that Ronco food dehydrator guy uh, is a guy that I would not only like to meet, but um, play in a movie. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the life story. Oh, dude, he's the world's best con man. Absolutely. I mean, but the dude, Hallmark set- movie with you starring as him, it has to be like he comes home every night. He's got this wife. He's like, honey, I know it's gonna work. It's never gonna work. Is that- <laughs> I'm gonna get on TV. I'm leaving. I'm taking the kids, and you're just hey. a broken man. Ronco, you think that invention's gonna get it? Well, set it, and I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> Yo, by the way, set, set it and forget it is the slogan for people who take shits at parties and don't flush. <laughs> like, that's the guy who's always looks like, no, 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 somebody else shit in there. That wasn't. At least they have the courtesy to shit uh, in the toilet, unlike some other people who choose a hotel bed. Ty Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna end it on that, man. Uh, yeah. Mark, uh, oh my God, this has been so much fun. Dude, yeah, dude, you guys have been so much. I'm happy to come. I gotta bring a Christian back here. Yeah, my smoke yeah. partner. Yeah, so. yeah. Happy. So uh, plug all, plug all your stuff right uh, now. Just man. in the meantime, you can check out our hub. Is our YouTube channel? It's uh, called Schmoes No. S C H M O E. Give us a quick bio of that, real quick, before. Is we we we're movie reviewers now. We're certified on Rotten Tomatoes, and we're with the Motion. Are you serious? Of America, yeah, dude, we, dude, we, hell we, yeah, buddy! We, it's it, it's been an amazing ride, and now hey, we uh, Roger Ebert went down. We need more schmoes. No, you know yeah. what? And now we're the official movie reviewers on Movies.com and Fandango. Yo, you guys are going guys, to get like so. I, awesome. I take all my no joke. Like I've been doing it for I think three years now. Like whether or not I'm going to like see a movie based off of your guys' shit because. You are um, you give honest reviews about your shit, and it's um, and it's funny too. Yeah, yeah we like I, look. I have two of the top five jobs in the world. I have a movie. Re- I get to see movies for free, and I get to do stand up. I'm yeah. still waiting on that call from the Orioles to play center field, but <laughs> until that happens, yo, you uh, now I expect an honest review from the Heat. Absolutely. Are you gonna get to go see a free screening? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I'll take you with me. I'll, I'll I've already you seen it. I think you're gonna like it. Is it good? It's great, dude. Okay, good. It is good because I went and saw Burt Wonderstone, and I was. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so disappointed because two of my comedy heroes, man, yeah. Rell, Jim Carrey, dude, just yeah. a bummer. Mm-hmm. And then I met Jay so, Moore makes a cameo. You're like, this can't be bad. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. And watching that, and I was like, you know what? Like comedy, it made me realize how tough comedies are to make. And then it made yeah. me think back to seeing the Heat two weeks prior, and I was like. Man, it's going to do really and well. And the heat comes out when? June 28th. June 28th is Adam Ray's movie. Adam, plug your stuff. Uh, at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter, AdamRayTV.com uh, for all the uh, dates and videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah. and that's it. And uh, <laughs> follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad, BradWilliamsComedy.com for all my upcoming dates. Tweet John Stamos. Say, why is he Bring afraid of Brad Stamos. Williams? Why is he afraid of midgets? Hashtag Stamos. <laughs> For Mark Ellis, Schmoes No Podcast, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. This is the About Last Night Show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. She called me late last night, say she loved me so. Didn't matter anymore. I say she never cared and that she never will. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, 
one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.